Welcome to Thrive 9 to 5, a podcast all about how you can kick ass in the office and in life without feeling exhausted or overwhelmed. Each week, I'm sharing simple self-care strategies, mindset hacks, and time management tips so you can get promoted without burning yourself out. My goal is to help you create success without sacrificing your soul or your sanity. I'm your host, Celeste Harrington. Hey Thrivers, this week I want to talk about showcasing your success. This is coming up so much for me lately. I feel like I say that every time I go to report, record a podcast because something just comes up or it's a theme or a trend going on either in my life or around me or I'm hearing about it a lot from friends and peers and colleagues and clients and it creates a lot of ideas for this podcast because I think you will benefit from it. So the trend that I'm seeing and hearing right now is people thinking that success happens to them or for them instead of harnessing the idea that maybe you created that success. And what I mean by this is people say things like, oh, it was really good timing, or I was in the right place at the right time, or they just thought I was ready for it. And I honestly just want to call bullshit. Like, I really think it's a bunch of BS to just say that you were in the right place at the right time. And of course, there is a little bit of timing involved and say, maybe some sort of coincidence or the stars aligned or whatever it is. But I would like to plant the seed that you were ready that you did the work ahead of time, that you were prepared to be given this next challenge or task or promotion or pay raise or whatever it was, because you've done the work. It didn't just happen to you. If you weren't ready, if you hadn't done the work ahead of time, if you weren't prepared, if you didn't study, you wouldn't have been given this project or task or whatever it is that you now have ownership of. It didn't just happen to you. It happened because you prepared yourself. You were ready. This idea is coming from this thought that came to me is you cannot get promoted until you learn to promote yourself. And this isn't to go and say, because I know what you're thinking right now, Celeste, I'm not going to go around talking about myself. But really, that's what you have to do to get the things that you want in life. You have to tell people that you are ready, that you have gained these skills, that you are prepared, that you are the right person for the job, whatever the job is. You're ready. People need to know that you're ready in order for them to, quote unquote, give things to you. When really, it's like you have to be ready to take them, (laughs) to take them on. And I just think it's so fascinating, especially women who were like, oh, it was just really good timing. I had this client, I asked her where she was and the status of gaining this new project. And she's like, oh yeah, my boss just got back from maternity leave and she just gave it to me and thought that it was time or I was ready. It was just really good timing. It's like, well, no, actually while your boss was out on mat leave, you were busting your ass so you could be the right person, the subject matter expert in this particular project. So of course she gave it to you. Promotions happen because you make it a no-brainer for your leaders and your leadership to give you that promotion. No, that's just how it works. There's, there's no 
other if, ands, or buts. It's not about timing or meeting the right person in the cafeteria and lunch line. (laughs) We can't really time these things. You just have to be ready, not only in the skills, but also in the mindset. You have to be prepared to take on that challenge to be ready for the overwhelm or the additional stress that may or may not come with this new promotion or this new skill set that you've acquired or this new project, whatever it is. I'm being quite vague because it needs to apply to whatever it is you're working on. Because it's not just happening to you or for you. You don't need to wait till Virgo sun and moon and whatever star is aligned. (laughs) You have to acquire the skills, do the work so you're ready for that. So it's a no brainer for someone to give you. The other thing about success just not happening to you is you have to be interested. Your boss isn't going to give you a new project or task if you're disengaged or uninterested. So it always just kind of boggles my mind when clients come to me and they are obviously burnt out, feeling fried, unmotivated, disengaged, resentful, all of those lovely things that comes with the package of burnout. And they're like, well, my boss just won't promote me. It's like, well, of course they won't. I wouldn't either. (laughs) You have to want it. You have to feel the desire for the project or the promotion or the pay raise or whatever it is. That's what I mean by making it a no-brainer for someone. So there's another coach that is a relationship coach and she says something like, are you huggable whenever you are working with your partner or whatever it is? And it made me think, well, are you hireable? Are you coming across as hireable? And that's what I mean by promoting yourself. Like you don't get a promotion until you learn to promote yourself. And you don't need to walk around every single moment of the day like you're reading off your resume. But maybe writing a resume would be really good for you to think and talk about your skills in a way that you would come across as hireable in a job interview. I remember when I was looking for a career change, and I hate writing resumes. I really don't know who likes writing resumes, but you know who does? People who write them professionally. So I hired a resume writer, and it was honestly the best money I ever spent because she talked so highly of me and my skills, and she barely even knew me. I was like, wow, this is really fascinating. This is how I should be talking about myself when I'm in interviews or when I'm even writing my own resume or cover letter. These are the kind of things that hiring managers want to hear. These are also the things that your manager wants to hear whenever you're talking about yourself in your review cycle or performance reviews or when you're up for a promotion or a pay raise. And it's not just in those seasonal time periods either. It has to be consistent throughout the year. And this is why it's so important to think that success isn't just happening to you, that you created it. They are interchangeable. They are correlated. Whenever you think that you created your own success, you're going to think and speak and show up in a way that you are a total badass. You are hireable. You are capable of creating these results in the office. And of course, anything I say is transferable to in and out of the office. Anywhere that you create success in your life, will change the level of success in other areas of your life. So for example, I don't know, weight loss just seems to be really easy to tap into as an example, but say you hit a weight loss goal or a strength goal or whatever it is, you hit a major milestone in the gym or in your physical fitness. 
Of course, it's going to raise the bar in your confidence, but you have overcome the obstacles physically and mentally to reach that milestone. So now your brain knows how to do that in other areas of your life. So you can transfer those skills from the gym to the office or to your relationship or to your money mindset or whatever else it is that you're struggling with or where you want to reach a new level of success. And I really want to tap into the mindset part of this, because if you look at the place where maybe you are now, where you are feeling resentful, or you kind of feel like a buried gem where you're this amazing team member or player on your team, but you aren't used to your full potential, that alone is just a thought. Because whenever you think you're not being used to your full potential, you yourself aren't using your own skills to their full potential. So how can you change that? How can you switch the narrative to say, oh, I have untapped skills. I'm going to tap into them. I'm going to use my own skills to meet new people, to create new challenges in my work life, to create new goals and achieve them. What this does is it helps you get out of the mindset that you aren't tapping into your skills. It makes you really resourceful. It boosts your confidence and it eliminates the middleman. It eliminates your manager from having to create work for you or make a plan for you because you're doing it for yourself. So all of this is what you can do whenever you think that you're in charge and control of your own success. You're not waiting for the right time or the right moment. You're creating that moment for yourself. And of course, whenever you do that, you're just kind of adding more confidence to the confidence bank. You're creating this life, this career that you always wanted on your own. You're not relying on anyone else to do this for you. So I want to bring this into a real life situation where I did this in my own career. So I was feeling like an uncovered gem or a covered gem really, and wasn't being uncovered, basically meaning that my skills were untapped I wasn't reaching my full potential and that people were blocking me from growth. And these are all 100% optional thoughts, 100%. And of course, hiring a coach helped me realize that. And what I learned through that process was I'm the only one who can have access to my skills, no one else. So if I'm not tapping into them, of course, they're going to remain underutilized and they're not going to continue to strengthen because if you don't use it, you lose it. So if I wanted to use my skills, I needed to use them. I didn't need a project or a manager to pull them out of me. This helped me remember that, no, I am a highly skilled and capable person. And that's what we have to remember when we're going after these really big, ambitious, lofty goals. We can't think that, hey, we're untapped and we're unskilled and No one's going to hire us and we're going to be stuck here forever because of course we'll be stuck there forever. Your thoughts are kind of these self-fulfilling prophecies. So we have to change them in order to change the trajectory of our work life and our life in general. So once I understood that I needed to tap into my own skills, I started showing up differently. I started knowing that there are new connections to meet in every single meeting, no matter how many times I've had this meeting with the same group of people. I started letting people know that I was interested in growth or interested in new opportunities. 
And just simply letting them know that I was prepared or ready or I had time to do that, projects came. And it was really fascinating because then when projects come, you can showcase your skills in a different format or a different modality than maybe other people weren't seeing them before. But that wouldn't have been possible if I continued to think that I wasn't well-skilled or they were untapped. No, because I was tapping into them. I was using them to their full potential. No one else was doing that or capable of doing that for me. And the same applies to you. No one else is going to encourage you to use your skills. No one else is actually even going to tell you to use your skills. And even if they do, it's still up to you to actually use them, to show everyone that you are organized and diligent and motivated and captivating or whatever it is that you're trying to portray. And in order for you to do that, you have to have thoughts about yourself that create that action. You have to be able to think, hey, I am a hireable person. Just like, are you a huggable person for your partner? I'm a hireable person for this company. I'm a hireable person to my own manager. And even if you're not actively seeking a new job or actively seeking a promotion, are you still hireable? Are you still touting yourself as the best person for that job? And this isn't at all in a space where you are trying to prove yourself. I think whenever you're trying to prove yourself, you might be trying too hard because in the end of the day, you're not proving anything to anyone else but yourself. So can you convince yourself that you are this highly skilled and capable person that is hireable? Because if you're not convinced yourself, no one else will be convinced. So just like you have to promote yourself to get promoted. So this is why showcasing your success is so important. You have to create this trophy case for yourself. You have to tell yourself that you are capable, that you are skilled and not in a weird affirmation-y kind of way, in a way that you really truly believe it, in a way that other people will believe it. Because whenever you believe it yourself, your actions will follow. Your actions will prove that belief true. Then of course you'll be hireable. Of course you'll be promotable, if that's a word. (laughs) And it's a no-brainer for those around you to go ahead and grant those opportunities. And I want to also say that the people who quote unquote grant opportunities aren't these like super powerful beings. They are also humans going through the same shit you are. They're also having a hard time showcasing their own success. They might actually be being a terrible example to showcase their own success. So you have to kind of go your own path here. You have to be a standout in showcasing your own success. And it doesn't mean, like I said, going around and reading your resume off to people. It starts with just believing it yourself. Can you read your resume and be like, oh yeah, I'm a total badass person. Or I'm like, oh no, I'm totally phony. If you think the latter, that you are totally phony, then you have some belief work to do. Then you need to believe that you are who you say you are on paper, that you are this skilled, confident, capable, motivated person. And this doesn't mean that you have to be these things to get ahead. Because clearly, maybe you're not feeling all the things I just listed. Maybe you are feeling resentful or disappointed or unmotivated or whatever it is. Honestly, that doesn't even matter. 
because where you are right now isn't necessarily bad. And you don't need to be the opposite of those things to get ahead. But if you want to make it easier on yourself, so you're not swimming upstream, you're not swimming and fighting against your beliefs that are holding you back, you have to change the way you think about yourself so you can sell yourself in a way where you make everyone else think, oh yeah, this is the right person for the job because you think you're the right person for the job. At the end of the day, it all comes down to the way you think about yourself. That's it. So showcasing your success starts with how you think about your success. Was it just given to you? Uh, No, it wasn't. (laughs) You worked for it. So how did you create it? One of my coaches actually does these success evaluations. And I think they are so brilliant because it really walks you through how that success came to fruition. And nowhere on the success evaluation does it say, when and where were you when you met the person who opened the door for you? (laughs) No, it's, hey, how did you go find and create the key that unlocked the door? So how did you do that? How were you resilient? What was your mindset like while you were going after this goal? How did you overcome the obstacles? What were your strategies to overcome them? So those are the kind of questions you can ask yourself whenever you're thinking about the level of success you have, about the level of success that you want. How are you going to go about creating it? And I think it's always a genius to work backwards. Think about the level of success you have now and how you created it. And then that way you can go and replicate it to go create another level of success in the future. And so this helps you realize, hey, I did create this. Here's how I created it. Here are the thoughts that helped me create it. Here are the actions I took to create it. And nowhere in that place is there room or space for someone else's narrative or for the stars to align or whatever weird woo-woo thing you're going to think of why success happened to you. No, you created it and here's how you did it. So showcasing your success starts with owning your success. Okay, my friends, that is all I have for you this week. I want you to go out there and be as successful as you possibly can. And that doesn't mean going out and creating even more. It just means owning the success that you already have. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining this week on Thrive 9 to 5. If this episode hit home for you, because I know it did, join Thrive Weekly, a newsletter for people just like you who are looking to do success differently. The link to subscribe is in the show notes below. You can also follow along on Instagram at Celeste double underscore Harrington. And as always, subscribe to the Thrive 9 to 5 podcast so you can stay up to date as new episodes drop each week. I'll talk to you next time.